ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's not cool. We are here to talk about this past week in the WWE, which means we're going to talk about Raw. We're going to talk about SmackDown. Sort of. We're going to talk about the Mixed Match Challenge. We're going to talk about 205 Live, NXT... There's a lot of there's a lot of WWE every week, and also the Elimination Chamber, which is this Sunday, believe it or not. I'm Owen, joined as always by John. I wish it wasn't this Sunday. Now I have to watch it. But no, you you will be Sunday because then we can get through this bullshit pay per view and get to the actual WrestleMania build. That implies that the actual WrestleMania build will be good. Anyway, hey, I'm John, and we're joined as always by everybody out there on the internet. Isn't that cool? It's not cool. We are streaming live over at twitch.tv slash ozone online and on YouTube somewhere. I don't know. Apparently, you look up prowrestling.cool and you'll find us. Who knows? It's weird. Just check us out on, on Twitch. That's that's a cool thing. Yeah, Twitch anyway, is our primary. We are monitoring our chats there and our Twitter at the heel turn. So send us your questions and your comments, and we'll get to them as we deem fit. Owen. John. Uh, how far are you in Bayonetta? Let's, let's talk about this. I haven't played... I played where we talked about on in the future on Friday, and that's I still haven't gotten any further. Do we talk about that on the show? I thought we might have talked about that off the air. I have no idea. I don't know how podcasts work. Regardless, yesterday you and I talked, I said I got up to, uh, I just finished the, whatever, the prequel, the, the, the prologue, uh, the prologue, and that's as far as I got. That prologue is so good, though! Because here's the thing, John, if I'm gonna play Bayonetta, I don't wanna, you know, one, I don't wanna play it without sound, uh, and it's very two, true. I want, I wanna play it with my entire focus, which I haven't also had, very true. I haven't had time, so, I'll, I'll get to it. That is a game where you especially really need to focus for a lot of those fights, uh, just because of the difficulty in them and the the things that they are asking you to do. Bayonetta is a uh, what I would like to call a hard video game. Fair, or maybe it's just I'm very bad at it. Either way, it doesn't really matter. The point is, this game is I'm I'm on like chapter five now, and this game is nice. kicking my ass. It's great. I love it. It's ridiculous and, and stupid, and the game the game makers are very horny for Bayonetta, and it's a little creepy at times, but I feel like they also get away with it, because it's just so fucking ridiculously over-the-top, mm-hmm. and, like, out-there bonkers. Just, like, it's hard to be like, oh, man, I'm so mad about this crotch shot. When, like, it's also in the context of, hey, now here's a scene where they're driving and they're playing the fucking OutRun theme. As you do. The, you collect halos that are your currency, and boy, they sure look like rings! Gotta, gotta go fast. I mean, the prologue is him talking about this villain Eggman, who's apparently a real dick. I really enjoyed that. I was wondering, was that a tongue-in-cheek thing or not? And then, and then you get to Matchel Sound Shower, and oh yeah, it's Eggman. Um, no, it's it's them being ridiculous, tongue in cheek, Sega references all over the place. There is not to not to spoil anything for you. There is a level where you basically play Afterburner. Perfect, great. 
Love it. This game is weird. Yeah, I look forward to because I bought the the two games on Switch because uh, they had a deal that if you buy one of them, you get the other one for forty percent off. So I, said, I noticed oh. that. I, I can said, oh. now buy a digital version of Bayonetta for thirty dollars if I wanted to. So I just bought both for sixty total. So it was it was a good deal. Fun. I bought the cart, of course, because I like carts. You like to lick it. Don't judge me. Don't, don't sure. judge I, my kinks. I ain't gonna judge you. It's all good. But John, yeah, I, another thing I've been super busy with, you know, which is taken away from my bayonet time, is that uh, a week from Sunday, you know, because this Sunday is Elimination Chamber, but the actual big show is the following Sunday. And Wait, that's, the big uh, show is gonna be there? Yeah, he'll probably be in the crowd vaping. <laughs> Well, I'm, t- I'm talking about the Academy Awards. It's you know, you know my th- you know my deal. I do every oh, year. Oh yeah, I watch all the movies. With uh, the last two Saturdays being when I watch all the best pictures. But uh, hey, John, guess how I'm doing on that? I mean, judging by your Facebook posts, you've seen a lot of fucking movies. I have, and I only have two left that are not best picture. Okay. So I'm I'm just about done. And the funny thing, though, is that of the best pictures, I've already seen two of them. Because I saw Dunkirk, and of course I saw Get Out. I'm very excited to see these, the, all these old white people watch Get Out. It's so weird to me that Get Out is nominated for Best Picture. Like, I know it's it's clearly it is the one picture. that... Yeah, it's, it's fucking all... It's certainly my favorite movie that came out last year. Um, but... Uh-huh. I mean, I also didn't, you know, granted, look, man, I didn't see a lot of shit that came out last year. You know this. True. See, I have, I have a movie pass, so I get to see a ton of movies. I've been, I've been thinking about that. You should, you should do it. It's great. Most of my, most of my movie going is seeing weird shit, like weird old shit at the film forum or like when I saw the room. Hey, John, do you know that I was, I was in New York on Monday Oh, really? I was checking out your local theaters. Oh. Have you been to the quad? The the quad over on, uh, that's on a 13th by a Union yes. Square, right? Uh, I believe so, yeah. Yeah, that one's cool. It's very fancy. I liked it a lot. Yeah, it's a nice little weird theater. I saw, um, oh god, what movie did I see there? I saw the, um... The guy that did Old Boy, it, it's his vampire movie. It's, it's weird. I, I I quite enjoyed it, but it's a very strange movie. I, I think it's called like Teeth or something. Oh boy. Point is, it's a vampire movie done by the Old Boy director, and nice. it's it's like a weird family drama vampires thing. It's 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 strange. Yeah, from all the But previews. I think it might be worth watching, from what I remember. This, this is also, like, fucking eight years ago or something. Anyway! Yeah, from all the previews I saw in that theater, they show a lot of old stuff. But they also showed two movies I needed to see for the Oscars, which was a, a, a documentary and a, a Russian film. A Russian film, you say? Yeah, the Russian film was very bad. Were you rushing to see it? I was rushing to get out of there, because ah, the, the second half of that movie dragged for fucking ever. So like, it was a Russian film. Yeah, I was like, oh, the, the, the boy ran away, so let's 
do a search for him for an hour. It's like, nah, I'm good. Can we get to the part where, the, where you know, we have, like, a resolution to this? And then, uh, spoilers, no, there's no resolution. The movie oh, nice! Just ends. The movie well, just great. fucking ends! So get out of here! Terrible. Sounds like a wonderful time. Yeah, so I went there, and also I went to the the landmark at, uh, on Fifty Seven. I haven't been to that one. Yeah, that one's cool. It's got a it's got like a fancy bar and restaurant attached to it. Hmm. Got some really nice uh, pulled pork sliders on a pretzel bun. That actually sounds pretty good. They were real good, and the best part is they like you can you can get it in a box to take into the theater with you, so you can eat them nice. while watching the movie. So they don't, yeah, they don't do the the Alamo Draft House thing of you order while you're in the movie theater. No, it's not a dine-in; it's a restaurant attached. That's still I, that is a, a good that's a good touch. That's smart of them. Consider that. Yeah, they just put a sign that says you because it's, it's a bar too, so they just, they just say you can't bring the alcohol into the theater. Ah, oh, that's a bummer. Yeah, it's fine. The theater is super nice. I liked it a lot. Nice. So uh, yeah, I would recommend you check that the landmark uh, at fifty seven one but yeah bef before we move on to investing news i do have one recommendation if you like really dark fucked up shit go on there's a foreign language film that netflix has got the north american rights to and it's called on body and soul i've heard about this it is like i i think it's one of my favorites that i saw because it's so fucking dark and weird and awkward. It's great. You should watch it. Alright! It's on Netflix. It's, it's not enough. that long. Just be, be prepared that it is a foreign language film. So, you know, subtitles. But if you're fine with subtitles, it's, it's great. I'm into this. It's I'll, about I'll dreams. i to check this out. It's about dreams. And then the Oh, my favorite Media Molecule game. Yep. And then the finale is all kinds of fucked up, and I love it. Anyway, that's, that's all I got. I... I can go more into detail about the Oscar stuff uh, after the show when I can, you know, tell you what I picked and how wrong I was. Hooray! But follow me on Twitter at the underscore ozone uh, next week because on on Sunday of the Oscars I'll have my predictions posted. There you go. Hey John, you got anything else yeah. you want to hit in the wrestling news? Uh, I'm playing Dragon Quest Builders. That game's really cool. Do you build stuff? Yes. Are there dragons? Yeah, I, I actually I killed one earlier, and I got a a, a, a dragon scale that I was can equip for extra quest? defense. No, it was just a, it was just I found a dragon while I was questing, and uh, was like, yeah, I'm gonna kill this motherfucker, and it was really hard, but I I did it. Well, you did quest. Mm-hmm. So dragons questing building. All right, checks out. It is as advertised. Good. Rain is on the Switch, and that's cool. All games should be on the Switch. They really should. John, Did you hear that they added motion controls to Doom? No, I'm good. I don't know. I, I kind of want to check that out. Like, you know, try and play it like Splatoon. I like the motion controls in that. John, I've played Doom with the uh, motion controls. It's called Doom BFR. And that game is fucking awesome. Well, right then. Because I also have the uh, the gun controller, the aim controller for the PlayStation. Oh so, yeah, that thing. 
Yeah, so I'm holding the actual gun playing Doom in VR. It's awesome. John. Wrestling yes, news. Are we doing it? Play the song. Hey, John. You have been keeping me on pins and needles for this first story for like a day now, so you better just, deliver. Just, just a day. So, uh, the first bit of news is a big one. Uh, Apollo Crews is no more. No, he was no! not. He was not released. He just lost his last name. Go, what? Because uh, we found out Monday, like, wait, he only has one name now. Oh no, what happened? Why do they keep doing this? Why did they Apollo him? Cesaro him? So, John, here Rusev you go. Rusev him. So, what do you think the rumor is that was going around first of why he would lose his first, or lose his last name? I don't know. I uh, actually don't know, and I, I haven't well, been paying attention did, did to Did you this. watch Raw the week before? Mm, yes. Where he was saying Cruz can't lose? I do remember this. And would you think that would be like, actually, no, you can't get over with that because it'll be just like the tens and we hate people coming up with their own shit? That would be a stupid thing to for WWE to do, but they do a lot of stupid things, so I guess I wouldn't put it past them. What if I told you way. the actual reason is like a million times worse? Go on. All right, hold on to your butts, John. Uh, so something happened recently in the news. Something in Florida. Something about a big, like, mass shooting in a Wait, school. Wait, what? Let me continue, let me finish. So yeah, there was that big school shooting, right? In Parkland, Florida? Yeah, what? What? So the name of the shooter was Nicholas Cruz, spelled C-R-U-Z. Not Are like you fucking kidding me? Like, they're actually taking away his last name because it sounds too much like a fucking school shooter? Vince McMahon, personally, did not want to hear the name on his programming ever again. That is the reason, John. Vince McMahon was like, nope, too close, okay. fuck it. It's not even spelled the same, and nope. also... Cruz is a ridiculously common name. Yep. Sure is. It's a fucking obscenely common last name. Uh-huh. What? Yep. That is the reason why he doesn't have a last name anymore. This fucking old-ass white man, I swear to God. I mean, didn't you see them do the whole, like, moment of silence at the beginning of the show? This I is did. Very important to Vince McMahon. This this shooting is very important. It's not important to his friend, you know, who's sitting in the White House, but it's important to him. Well, I mean, what is? You know what is? Notes himself. N notes that say that uh, he's listening. Well, true. And also shirts that on the sleeves have the number forty-five on them, so he can remember what number president he is. Remember the age that he started becoming senile at? Uh, that was way earlier. Fair enough! 
But yeah, John, that's the actual reason Apollo Cruz doesn't have his last name. Jesus fucking Christ. This, like, this fucking guy, right? On one hand, like, there's a single part of me that's like, you know what, maybe that's a little bit compassionate and like, you know, as misdirected and misguided as it is, like, you could see him maybe doing it for the right reasons. But this is Vince McMahon, so fuck no. It's probably some dumb bullshit like, Oh, they're gonna get us bad press! Oh, we make movies! It's a family-friendly show! The, 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 the best part of this was earlier today, uh, Terry Crews let Titus know that he can't join uh, Titus Worldwide because he's not allowed to use his last name. Yeah, like, what the fuck does that mean for, like, you know... Fucking exactly. Celebrities like Terry Crews, who they've had on the fucking show before, they just never gonna yeah, have him on the now show he's just again. Terry. He's just Terry now. What if he becomes the new Terry Funk? How funky is Terry Crews? I think Terry Crews is pretty funky. I don't know that he'd be good in a a bloodbath wrestling match in the same way that Terry Funk is, but you know. I'd like Terry Crews to enter the Andre Battle Royal. That'd be cool. It'd probably be better than Shaq, honestly. Shaq was fine. He did what he was supposed to do. Yeah, but I also think that Terry Crews would be a better and more entertaining athlete. That's also true. Like, you know, and I'm, I'm saying this as someone who, like, was watching basketball when Shaq was a thing and, like, liked Shaq a whole bunch. Shaq's always been a big, like, lanky doof. Mm-hmm. John, you want to hear our next uh, bad news? Sure. So, uh, this, come, this comes as exclusive, and exclusive from our friends over at Post Wrestling. Whoa. Uh, yeah, so they, uh, they had a conversation earlier today with uh, the Louisiana Boxing and Wrestling Commission. And, uh, they're set... First question. What's up? There's a Louisiana Boxing and Wrestling Commission? Yeah, I mean, there's one for, uh, New York, for combat sports. There's a commission there. One in Vegas. Louisiana... I'm pretty sure there's one in Pennsylvania. I think all the states have one. All right, then. How how do you sanction your, uh, your fights and stuff? You can't just have, like, illegal fights going on. Underground. Or can you? I mean, people do, but if you want to like be actual legit, this is you need to you know talk to these commissions to get your license. Okay, fair. Anyway, uh, yeah. So he was so uh, John Pollock over from Perfect Wrestling had a conversation over the phone with them, and uh, one of the because you know Louisiana is gonna be a big hotbed in April with WrestleMania. And having all the indie shows all around it going on that week, too. What's that? Some kind of event? Eh, something. I don't know. Uh, Kid Rock's going to be there, I guess. Oh, Jesus. Come on. You know, you know these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Celebrate. Or whatever the I this new song is. I just want to say, not that it's any surprise, but when they started playing the WrestleMania ads and revealed the theme song is a Kid Rock song again. Of course it was. Like... I wasn't surprised. I wasn't shocked. My first reaction was like, oh, of course it's a Kid Rock song. John, but the- then my second reaction was, God, fuck it. 
I'm fucking Kid Rock! John, the, the logo pretty much looks like the logo from the last WrestleMania that was there. It does! So, of course, Except it's more use green. another Kid Rock song that sounds very similar to the one they did that time, too. I know, it's in the same key! Get excited for Seth Rollins to beat Triple H and then move on to the main event to beat two other people for the title. Hold on a second, that'd actually be pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, see, I he gets in it. the he gets in the main event with Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns and wins again. Yep, just like he did at WrestleMania 31. <laughs> Perfect. But yeah, uh, back on sub t- the topic about the commission. Uh, pile drivers are going to be banned. Oh, what? Pile drivers are bad, man. Yeah, if you're bad at them. Yeah, the, they're, they're saying this is due to, like, an injury that was uh, happened a few years ago in in Louisiana from a pile driver. So they're like, nope, not risking it. So wait, does that mean that The Undertaker isn't wrestling? I guess. I guess that's what that means. Are they, can, is WWE going to be able to make a case that, oh, the Tombstone pile driver, it's different. I bet they pay a bunch of money and it just works out. It's WWE. What are they, I bet they'll just say, oh, we'll take the fine. Whatever. Yeah, okay. Also true. Yep. So, uh, that's... And also, uh, blood is being uh, prohibited. Well, that's gonna be hard, considering Brock Lesnar likes to fucking bleed all over the goddamn place. Again, the thing about they're gonna pay a fine and they don't give a shit. This is more for, like, the smaller promotions around. Because, you know, they love their crazy spots and their blood. And their hardcore stuff. So it's more of an issue for them. It just... It just bums me out that it feels like we're still doing this. We're still doing that. Oh, man, you fucking crazy indies with your barbed wire cage death matches and your wild shit. Like... Are you people just still fucking, like, Jim Cornette in in this B? Like, this is 2018. What do you think is, like, really fucking happening? Like, and yeah, like, okay, sometimes people blade, but, like, fuck it, man. Remember, this is, like, a big week for, like, independent wrestling, so they may be trying to pull out all the stops. Yeah, Exactly. There is a reason that blading is a time-honored tradition. And a reason that WWE still tries to get color in, like, really exceedingly stupid ways. Because it's a good storytelling mechanism. If you are fighting someone and people are bleeding, like... That is a meaningful thing. Fucking think of all the scenes in, say, like, a Dragon Ball Z, where it's like, dudes are getting fucked up, and all, like, you see, like, a little bit of blood start to trickle out of Goku's mouth, and you're like, oh shit, Goku's got fucked up. Mm-hmm. Like, that means something. Look, Louisiana's stupid, we're aware. However, the, the other additional thing about the blood that, that's in the, this report is a good thing. And that's, uh, the performers have to have blood work completed, uh, before the show, before they can compete, and they must, and the blood work must be, uh, no older than six months. That's actually very fair. Because they need to prove that they are HIV negative and negative for hepatitis B and C. Yeah, like, you don't 
Don't Bob be Orton. doing some Bob Orton bullshit. <laughs> yeah, we both went there. Yeah, there's a bunch of other stuff in here that's, like, less interesting. It's about licensing and promoters and stuff. So, yeah, that whole report's interesting. You can check that out over at postwrestling.com. They, they do good work over there. It's not just wrestling. It's post... Dot... What? No, don't worry about it. I, I can promote them because we don't cover news on the site. For now. Perhaps we'll, we'll relaunch our news... If uh, people support us over at patreon.com slash pwc. What's that? Some kind of money-making venture? Right, something like that. It, it kind of like helps us you know, have a living. Pay for the site. Things like that. Websites on the internet. I know. Pay for stuff on the internet is stupid. Who does that? Anyway, John, this last bit of news, I'm going to turn over to you. Hey, Owen... Did you see the announcement that they made about the Hall of Fame on the Monday Night Raws this week? Uh, yes. Also first reported by NBC Sports for some ungodly reason. Because WWE went to NBC Sports and was like, Hey, you want to tell people that Jeff Jarrett's going to be in the Hall of Fame this year? And they were like, No. Sure? I thought they said no, and then WWE said, like, What if we give you some money? And promote you. They went, eh, okay. Why well, Comcast will be into that. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Th- fucking really, Jeff Jarrett is gonna be in the goddamn yeah, Hall of Fame? of course it's gonna be Jeff Jarrett. Ain't he great? Why? Why? Hear me out, John. What if he gets inducted by Dixie Carter? I mean, he could. Hear me out, John. What, what if he gets inducted by Kurt Angle? No. <laughs> no. Not again. They're actually on good terms, believe it or not. No, I'm I'm aware that they are on good terms, but it's still so fucking weird. Yeah, I know. But, uh... What she if... She left an Olympian... For a drunk. Hear me out, John. What if... He does his speech... But he's just lip-syncing and Road Dog is giving the speech. God damn you. Yep. Mm-hmm. God damn you. But yeah, Jeff Jarrett's going in the Hall of Fame because... Never say never. Triple H is insane and just wants to put everyone in the Hall of Fame. What is their angle on this? Like, what do they get out of Jeff Jarrett being in the Hall of Fame? They get Global Force Wrestling on the WWE Network. Let's be serious for a second. No, I was being serious. You really think that's where this is going? I mean, I'm sure that's what Jeff really wants. I bet you... It's part of it. Like, why wouldn't it? He's got... They don't have TV. It's not part of Impact anymore. Like, why else would this deal be happening? What, do you think he's gonna be back on WWE television as, like, a, like, wrestler or as an authority figure? 
No, but I could also see it being something like, you know... I could see it being something like fucking DDP, where it's a make good. It's a, hey, look, we know you're not going to be around and doing stuff for us, but, like, we like you, and we probably should have treated you better. So here. Or do they have him so that they can do an invasion angle with people from TNA? I mean, they got EC3. From GFW, you mean? No, I mean, like, original TNA. Oh, that kind of invasion angle. Yeah, they they got EC3, they got Bobby Roode. They have uh, Samoa Joe. Like they got, they got all the like the big. They got just AJ Styles. They got all the big names that were in TNA during that period. Well, except one. Well, who? James Storm. Our biggest train fan. Shaking my head. James Storm could come back. I mean, it'd be better than what uh, Bobby Roode's currently doing. Sorry about your damn luck, Mickey James. Here's the train. Oh, man. <laughs> they brought it back, and, and, and part of the invasion was throwing Mickey James on the trade tracks again. I would die. Oh, my God. It's emotionally scarred, Owen. Don't, don't make jokes about that. All right, fair enough. My apologies to Mickey James. Who's still suffering from uh, women's division syndrome or uh, foxy, foxy disease. Again, emotionally scarred. But yeah, Jeff Jarrett's going to the Hall of Fame. For, for real, who do you think is inducting him? Uh, um, Steve Mongo McMichaels. No, I, I don't. No. That's the thing, I actually don't know who the fuck would induct him. Like... I, I think it's going to be Kurt Angle, for reals. <laughs> I think you really do? Yeah, I think it's going to be Kurt. Because, He's honestly the only person I can think of. Because he could actually like give like a good speech for him. Like, what? Do, or it could be Road Dog. I could see it being Road Dog, but also. But I still want that wow. idea of him lip syncing the uh, Road Dog giving the speech. I think that'd be funnier. I mean, that would be pretty clever. Which means the WWE will never do it. Eh. Maybe. Yeah, we'll, we'll find out. I'm sure they'll put out those names soon. So, congratulations, Jeff Jarrett. I don't know how you fucking did it, but you did it. The mind Drop. boggles, but hey, you, you got that ring. I'm, I'm sure Ric Flair is going to be stoked about it. One, one last question before we move on. Do you think during Jeff Jarrett's speech, they're going to cut to Dan Reichert in the crowd with his stupid foam slap nuts guitar? No. Just no? You don't really don't think it's gonna happen? Is he gonna bring his foam slap nuts Yes! Guitar? He already said, like, the day that I was there, like, I've gotta pack that into my suitcase now. Because of course he's going to. What a fucking idiot. Yeah. I love him, but he's... He, earlier today he was talking about how he can't, like, make real cheese. I I don't know. What, what's the easiest thing in the world to make? I, I know. He's like, um, I don't get it. It makes no sense to me. Because you know him. 
Guy's a guy's a maniac. Anywho, John. Speaking of maniacs, are we moving on to talking about Monday Night Raw? We are talking about the Monday Night Rim Rams. You mean Monday Night Gauntlet match? Because that's all. I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Who had the idea to just say, you know what? Fuck it, man. People complain that the show doesn't have any wrestling. Well, we're going to have, like, two hours of just fucking wrestling. No real point. No real reason behind it. We're just fucking doing it. A reason? They're building up to the Elimination Chamber match. What benefit does anybody have to be in this match? Uh, Seth Rollins can get totally revitalize his career. That was thrown into the mud for the past year. But I'm not saying from like the purposes of the you know the quality of the match because yes the match was awesome like we're not going to deny it here but I'm talking about like the fact that gauntlet matches are still really fucking stupid and bad and a I, bad mm-hmm. thing that they do and should stop. Not this one. I like this. Even this one, like it was really good. Don't get me wrong. Like it was fucking fun to watch. Goddamn, Roman Reigns and Seth Rollins have like a really great match that got like a lot of time, and then pivot right into a really fucking long match with John Cena that was really great and got a lot of time, and Seth Rollins won clean. Yeah. Like John, you understand, like. Do you remember how Seth Rollins been since this whole Jason Jordan thing? And we're yeah, like, of I don't I do. fucking want to see him anymore. This is garbage. Like, remember Seth Rollins before the Jason Jordan thing? Yeah, it was kind of that too. I know. I, I just like, it was like, oh, I'm Seth hanging out with Dean, I guess. Yeah, like he is. He was damaged beyond repair, and and then when he got added to this elimination chamber, you're like, well, I guess he's got nothing else to do, so he may as well just go around and do cool flippy shit, whatever. But hey, coming out I guess we gauntlet- could just have Seth Rollins be the best wrestler again. Yeah, coming out of this match, like, yo, Seth Rollins might be the best wrestler on the roster. Like, check out this shit. He's a legitimate contender for this this title. Maybe he's going to win. Of course, he's not going to win, but it gives you that little bit of doubt, like, maybe he will. No, again, don't get me wrong. This match was fucking great. Like... The, all the matches that they did were excellent and super fun. It's just gauntlet matches are still inherently stupid. And, like, for one, again, what is the purpose of having this match other than, like, you know, Corey's classic? Because they used it again. Momentum. That's what like, everything is, John. Everything's, or excuse me, it's as Jonathan Coachman said, the big mo. It's just... What do people gain from this? What did they gain from doing, like, any of this, like, from a storytelling perspective or anything aside from just, like, you know, the the cutout interviews that they had with Renee backstage, which were all really good. Like, again, everything in the the content of this entire thing was top quality. It's just gauntlet matches are still kind of stupid because, like, again, especially after Seth Rollins won or lost because then it was, okay the person that's the freshest in gets the pin. Because of course they do. 
Like, John, it's not about that. The point is that it was building, like, stories within this Elimination Chamber match that adds intrigue and interest into, like, actually wanting to watch this match. Like, before this, it was just, oh, we're just throwing all these guys into a match because they won qualified matches that we just chose at random because they're big stars. I now, think you're overstating the amount of storytelling that this match actually did, especially I because I feel like... But I feel like a lot of the stories that it told were stories that they've already told. It was, hey, Seth Seth Rollins and Roman Reigns, they got a lot of history. They're friends, but they got a lot of history. Remember that? John Cena and Seth Rollins, they have a lot of history. Remember that? Like, yeah, but that's not the story. The story is Roman saying, yo, I'm gonna, I'm the big dog. I can't, I'm, I'm just gonna go truck through everyone because I'm Roman Reigns. Oh, wait, no, actually, Seth Rollins outsmarted you, which means he could do it again on Sunday. The ma the few the thing with Cena was, yo, this is his big sh shot to, you know, get to WrestleMania, as corny as that story he has is. And him losing clean for the first time in Raw in a decade adds a lot more doubt to him, per like, internally, that maybe he doesn't, he can't cut it anymore. Like, those are the stories between those two matches. Much more than these are just retreads. Like, they were building upon these, adding some new elements. And then, of course, Elias got the pin on Seth, which is a big momentum boost for him. Because Elias, he's... I know you love Elias, John. He's not very good in the ring. He's good as a character, he's not a good when wrestler. When have I ever suggested that he was a very good wrestler? I know. He's a good wrestler, I think. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's fucking Elias. His whole thing is... He's basically fucking Honky Tonk Man. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, so Elias got that. Then we uh, move on to him and uh, Finn. Just... Finn's a good wrestler. Whatever. He and, but, and Elias have done this before. Yep, and that led to the thing with The Miz, which is... Miz is a shit heel, and he's gonna use the numbers games against Finn, which you you know the Miz are gonna find a way into the chamber, right? Of course they are. Of course they are. So you had that, and then the end was, yeah, Miz can have all his tricks, but uh, Braun Strowman, he's Braun Strowman. There you go. Again, I'm not saying that the stories weren't there. I'm saying that like I enjoy. I'm just saying I enjoyed them personally, and I'm. I'm not, and I'm not saying happened. I didn't enjoy it. I'm. I'm saying it was a lot of retreads, but it also doesn't matter because it was fucking great ass wrestling. Yeah, and I'm. Like, and I'm excited for this match now. I guess I just don't feel like it really made much of a difference towards the match. Mm-hmm. Like, which doesn't mean it was bad, that's not, like, necessarily failing, as much as just, like, I don't feel like it's really, like, changed any of the stakes, or anything. And, uh, you know, admittedly, maybe part of that is because, look, we all know where this is going. It's written in the fucking stars. Yeah, Braun Strowman's gonna win. I, I get it. Yep. I don't understand You why. might want to reconsider that. I don't know why you guys keep saying Roman Reigns is gonna clearly win. You're acting like that's been the story that we've been hearing since since last year. Like that's crazy. 
Who who would plan something a year in advance and then stick with that plan? That's just stupid. I mean, when it comes to Roman Reigns, yeah, it is pretty stupid, but hasn't stopped them in the past. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, no, I mean, all of the matches were really good. Like, don't get me wrong here. They were all fucking fantastically wrestled events. Mm-hmm. Fucking Seth Rollins looked goddamn incredible. Cena looked really good and, like, actually looked like interesting and like he's kind of you know again not gonna fucking believe it for a second because we've done this song and dance a million times before but like john cena actually looking like you know he's going for more of a i'm the desperate fucking uh old fucking veteran who's losing a step but not gonna let you fucking beat me and fuck you like i i feel like he's actually starting to really lean into that in, like, a really constructive and great way that, that I really appreciate watching that match. And, yeah, like like you said, like, they definitely... I, I don't think the storytelling was necessarily that deep or, like, necessarily something that's really going to stick because, again, you know, we, it's written in the stars. Mm-hmm. But I still thought it was really good. Yep. And it was, like... You know, they did a fucking fantastic job of just, like, starting the show with just, like, again, actual fucking wrestling that's really fucking good and, like, makes you want to watch and and remember, oh, wait, this is the reason why I like this, I like watching the show. Because wrestling is actually fucking cool when you do it. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, that, yeah, that was... That was great. Indeed. And then there was like another hour of the show that wasn't great. Do we really need to talk about it? Apollo Crews. Sorry, Excuse Apollo. me? Apollo, Apollo, my bad. Thank you, Jesus. You can't associate that with shooters. Come on, dude. My bad, my bad. Apollo lost. What? What do you mean he lost? I thought they won. No. Wait, they did? Didn't didn't they beat the the tag champs? I don't even fucking remember. I've, Who I've, fucking I've, cares? I've had to say I'm pretty sure Titus Worldwide beat the tag champs clean on Raw because it's non title. You know what? That might have happened. I don't actually even care at this point. Good job. You don't want to, want to talk about it. I just felt like we needed to acknowledge that it happened and was a thing. Yeah, except the thing you said didn't happen. Whatever. <laughs> that's that's. I feel like that's a good point, though, of, God, the rest of the show is so fucking forgettable that who even cares, and I can't even remember what really happened. Mm-hmm. Also, the women were the main event, and it wasn't great. Nope, sure wasn't. Mandy Rose is not a good wrestler. No, she's really not. I, I've been saying that, man. Alexa Bliss still help Mick James, though, because I guess they're friends? That's why I said she was suffering from Alicia Fox disease, because she can't decide she's a face or a heel. She's whatever the story needs her to be. I mean, again, her gambit's pretty clear here. She's looking for backup in this whole I don't want to die in the elimination chamber thing. 
Well, I mean, everyone has a has a partner now. Like the Absolution girls are paired up. Sasha and Bailey are friends, and now you got uh, Mickey and Alexa. Indeed. So that should add an interesting dynamic to the match that I'm sure will not end with everyone turning on each other. Why would that happen? It's not like this is a, a match where only one person can win and it's every woman for themselves. No, no way. Unpossible. Hey, John. Yeah, Owen. Before we move on to our predictions, uh, we have a question from the chat. Let's hear it. That... Uh, well, it's more of a statement, and they want our opinions on it. And a reminder, for people listening to the podcast version, if you want to ask questions during the show, uh, just tune in Wednesday nights at twitch.tv slash ozoneonline. And reminder that we can't answer all the questions if they're not good questions. Or if we just don't feel like it. To Damn, fucking telling them. Nothing personal. But they say that... Everything personal. This person believes that the viewership for WWE has gone down over the years... Because of competitions such as UFC, uh, what are our thoughts on this? And my answer is, one, they are different audiences. Yeah, it's different different things, I feel like. And two, wrestling viewership's just down in general because, one, it's been bad. Like, it's had some highlights, but it's been bad generally. And there's just so much of it. Yeah, like that, that's the problem is WWE is oversaturating the market by having two fucking they they run 5 hours of wrestling on regular television a week, not counting, you know, the stuff that they do online and in other places, you know, stuff like NXT, main event, 205 Live, Mix Match Challenge, like they're putting out hours upon hours of content in a general time in like, you know, a, a week. Not counting, again, all the shit they do for YouTube, the pay-per-views, the house shows, everything. Like, there's too much shit going on. Like, why am I going to get all excited to watch, like, the wrestling thing when not only is it happening all the fucking time and, like, it doesn't really feel like an exciting special event because the way that they book their shows is all fucked up and weird now because fucking... They're in a place where Raw and SmackDown are more important than the pay-per-views that they're building up to because they make more money off the television than they do the live events. Mm-hmm. Like, they're in a weird creative place where they're not necessarily trying, and they don't have to try because their only real competition is stuff that can't really break through to the big... Extent, extent because like they don't have the size and they don't have the political clout that the WWE has like uh-huh. you know even with the, the might of like fucking Sinclair Broadcasting Ring of Honor's never gonna get like to WWE levels no. TNA can't fucking do that Impact Wrestling yeah sorry Impact can't do that New Japan can't do that they don't have the money New Japan's getting there though they're slowly making their way New Japan is getting there, but they also still don't necessarily have the money and don't really have the energy to be able to compete on two different fronts. Like, you know, they... The thing that makes New Japan work, I'd say, is, like, they kind of do the Nintendo thing. They're making their games for their sensibilities, like, you know, a very Japanese sensibility that, like... 
because of the way they do it, translates to other places. But their storytelling it makes sense to us, even yeah, if we don't like, understand the language. Exactly. The the way that they do it, it, it it speaks beyond the barriers of like the culture that they are very much attuned into and making their games for. Yep. So I hope hopefully that answered your question. Thank you for tuning into the show live. Remember, if you have questions and if I don't and I just want to point this out because they were giving me some some business in the chat. We were if you answer a question that's not relevant to the current topic, I can't you know just interject and ask your question in the middle of a conversation. I we, you just have to wait for us to get to a point where I can ask your question. Indeed. So just a heads up to, for those who tune in live. Just chill out. Chill. But John, we can't chill out. Because we need to talk about Sunday's Elimination Chamber. Oh man! Like, don't you don't understand, John? This is the very last Raw exclusive pay per view ever. From now on, you and I have to work together to promote these pay per views and do our predictions and write our reviews. Aren't you excited? We have to do it together. Four fucking hours. They're adding another goddamn hour to every single fucking show. But there's show. less of what them. What are they doing? There's less of them now. There's no great balls of fire. There's less of them, but there's also it's there's less of them in the sense that they've just gone back to the number that they originally did, which was still too many. I'm aware. I'm very much aware, John. Uh, what's the card? Just run this down. I hate this. I know. Well, I, I need to see if there's an actual pre-show match. There, There's not. Yet. Not one announced yet. They'll come up with something, don't worry. Oh, no, they'll, they'll have to put the tag title match on there. There's no... Cruiserweights. I don't, no, I don't think there's going to be cruiserweights. Like, there haven't been cruiserweights on Raw in, since the tournament started. It's true. And, and that's a good thing. Because 205 Live does not need to be near Raw. So, let, let, here's the first match, John. I don't know if you know this is happening at the pay-per-view. How do you feel what about the, How do you feel about the Bray Wyatt? Uh, He's gonna fight Woken Matt Hardy again. Fucking Christ, really? Uh-huh. Well? I'm just, I'm speechless at the fact that this is happening again. AGAIN! Of course it is. Forever. AGAIN! Forever, John. Forever. Is Matt Hardy actually gonna fucking do something interesting? No! Not until Jeff gets back. I... I'm still waiting for the Jeremy Burrash shit to happen where they start actually doing the Hardy compound business. I think Matt has to win because nope. he's lost to Bray so many fucking times at yeah, this he's, point he's gonna keep that, like, it. what the fuck are they doing? How about th- But me, I also think that you were right, and he's totally just going to fucking lose again. Because Hear me out, John. What if, he, what if he just keeps losing? Yeah, no, I agree with you. What if he just That's keeps- what's going to happen. No, listen, no, listen let, me, let me finish. What if he keeps losing... 
to the point where he stops being woken and he finally starts being broken. They just fucking sure. do it. They just do it. They just make him broken, Matt Hardy. Stop I mean, at this laughing. point, like, they're doing, they're doing Broken Matt Hardy in, in everything but name, so what the fuck is giving it the name gonna make a difference? If it's still gonna just gonna be him going, ah, no, That's what I mean. I mean, oh, I mean he stops the laugh and start doing the Hardy compound stuff. They'll just have him laughing at the Hardy compound! No, I don't want a compound. <laughs> This hap- if, if by the what's my reaction to me? Backlash. If by backlash Probably. they don't have Hardy like going full broken Matt Hardy, then I just say just get rid of him, just fire him. I don't, I don't want delete it. him, delete him. I don't want it. Don't want it. So you're picking Bray Wyatt? Yes. Singles match, if Nia Jax wins, she's added to the Asuka championship match at WrestleMania. She's fighting Asuka. Asuka's winning. Where's Asuka's winning? You know what the fucked up thing is, John? What's that, Owen? Uh, uh, Jumping ahead a bit uh, for the Mixed Match Challenge, Uh, Asuka's in it next week, and the promo from her opponents mentioned the streak. So the streak is on the line in the Mixed Match Challenge, which means Asuka's never going to lose in that thing, is she? It's possible. Dude, yeah. think about it. The Miz is going to win. Yeah, but hear me out. The Miz is going to win! Hear me out, though. Alexa Bliss and Braun Strowman are the best thing going in that thing. They're the, they are the true it couple. I think Buddy Murphy is probably pretty bummed about that. Uh, hey, you know what? Buddy Murphy is jacked and all, but he does not have these hands. Gross. Fair enough. Elimination Chamber for the Raw Women's Championship. Say what? Uh, Alexa Bliss, Bailey, Mandy Rose, Mickey James, Sasha Banks, Sunny Deville. Have you seen the commercials for this thing? No. Because it's WWE doing is on their bullshit again, and I hate it. Oh wait, I did see one of them. Yeah, they're leaning. Of course, they're leaning into the whole first time ever historic. No, I don't give. I don't give a shit about that part. That that's a given. I, I mean, the part of hey, you know what we love now? We have this total like hard on for giant fucking text on the screen. Let's put everyone's name where it takes up a third of the screen, because fuck you, you don't know who these people are. I'm so sick of I'm... WWE just putting, overlaying text over everything. And yet... Rockstar. I'm just saying, and, and, and yeah, and that, that goes to my point. They'll do that shit, but they won't give the Japanese-speaking people subtitles. Yeah, like, why can't they just fucking, you know, look, I know it's fucking hard and shit. Like, you can't fucking, like, put it together like you do fucking uh, Lucha Underground. But, like, you're writing this shit from the get. Like, you have a vague idea of what Shinsuke is going to say. Just do, like, a fucking, like, loose translation. 
Just put something on the fucking bottom of the screen, for God's sake. No, he has to speak broken English. He's the rock star. I'm just saying that... Get, get ready for the year-end awards, because I'm putting giant fucking text as my worst new trend. Hate it. Not against this. I mean, you're not against you putting it in. Okay, I was gonna right. say you better be against this test because I hate the, this and I hate these selfie promos. Really. No, I hate them too. Pick a winner. I oh, I didn't say uh, Blissey. Of course, she's gonna win. No, she's gonna win because we're gonna have her against uh, Naya. Uh, all right, and now we have the Elimination Chamber match for the Universal Championship Title match. There's not a lot happening on this show, huh? That was, I mean, the Elimination Chambers are going to take up a lot of time. Uh, it's Braun Strowman, Elias, Finn Balor, John Cena, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins, and The Miz. Never bet against Rob Dog. Also, you have to remember, it's because of this match, the Intercontinental title is tied up, so we have no story for that belt. Yep. Isn't that great? Which, I mean, you know, in fairness... I keep like, forgetting the Miz has that belt. And considering the rumors that have been going around about what the story is going to be for uh, Rasselmans, uh for the past couple months, like, this seems like the place where you would build up that story. Are, are you talking about... which which Wait, which uh, rumored match? Miz and Bing Bong. No. Have Finn do it. They might. I would rather Finn do it. I feel like Finn would be a much better fit for the Intercontinental Championship than the Bing Bong. Yeah, put, put Bing Bong in the Universal title match. Yeah! Like, he's, he's, the, he's the best! Just kill Roman Reigns! Yeah. Imagine Strowman versus Brock Lesnar in a no-holds-barred Falls Count Anywhere match. Falls Count Anywhere would be amazing with these two. Imagine if they brought back the dump truck. Imagine if they brought back the car chase from that one WrestleMania with Piper and Gold Dust. <laughs> and they just drive through Bourbon Street. And then they crash through the the wall in the in the Ford like John Cena did that one time. Except instead of driving through it Strowman just throws the car through it. Sure. Man, Strowman needs something good for WrestleMania. He is seriously my favorite person not named Drew Gulak in in the company right now. But that's it. That's that's the four matches we have. Get excited for uh the thing that Also the bar is going to beat Titus worldwide because we know that's happening. Yeah. But I'm saying get excited because they're going to do the th same thing they did for the Rumble, where they go, oh shit, we didn't book enough matches, we're just going to announce some out of thin air. Whoopee. Bobby Roode! Universe. No! Uh, He's on the other show! We're not, we're not joint rosters yet. And she want to open challenge? Maybe we'll bring out Adam Cole this time. Hey, remember when Bobby Roode said he was going to do the open challenge last week? Yeah? You didn't fucking do it this week! What? What a dork! Hey, 
All right, we're going to talk about SmackDown now. You ready? Here are my okay. notes for SmackDown. Fuck SmackDown. I did read this. This is the biggest, like, turn of the... of tw- This is, like, the biggest heel turn of 2018 is SmackDown turning its back on me. It was such a good show, and now I can't even, like, be bothered to watch it. It's so bad. So what happened this week? Nothing! That was so bad. Remember how I've been saying, oh, SmackDown's been in, like, a holding, a hold, you know, there's been staying in place, nothing's been advancing? Mm-hmm. It's still doing that. N- nothing is happening. Vin- uh, uh, Shane and Dan and Brian haven't progressed any further. Because why would they? I mean, come on, we have to keep dragging this out. Oh, they still, they're... For this match that's not ever fucking happening. Oh, they're in, they're, they're not on the same page. Yeah, we know this. What else is new? We've known this for months. Just, I'm going to pull up the results because I seriously did not write any notes for this show. It's so I bad. believe that Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn fought Dolph Ziggler and Baron Corbin, respectively. What? That was last week, wasn't it? Okay, well, if that was last week, then it was the inverse this week. No. Here, let me pull up the results. This is what I was told by the WWE app last night. Well, maybe this... I don't... And I went, Smackdown? What? Fuck that. Uh, Okay, here. Well, we had an opening segment with the the people in the Fatal Five Way, you know, being mopey at each other. And, uh, mm. and uh, AJ Styles p- did his suffering suck attach moment in the worst way possible because what exactly did he say? He uh said, "Okay, Kevin, that was oh, did you finally uh pop that boil?" What? Your reaction is the same reaction the crowd did. Long pause and then what? And Kevin Owens went and did. And Kevin Owens also paused for a minute, and then went what? <laughs> and Styles had to explain, you know, Sami Zayn. Crowd just died. Like, nope, this is not. This is not good. And Kevin Owens had to just you know abandon this completely, instead of you know doing his improv bit where he just totally buries Styles because he's the champion and he can't do that. It was bad. I'm I don't know if you're watching the uh, the video right now, Owen, but I'm I'm literally just sitting here holding up a diamond cutter with a very confused look on my face trying to figure out what the fuck you're telling me. There's this show's bad. Kevin Owens did fight Dolph Ziggler. Told you. But Sami Zayn didn't wrestle a match. So I'm getting oh, it. didn't? No. But uh, guess what? Kevin Owens won. Just, yes, I, because Sami Zayn got involved. Yeah. Kevin Owens, that. Fun fact Kevin Owens' first win of the entire year. Not joking. He has not won a match until now. Here's a question for you Wait, Dolph Ziggler is a face again? Yeah, he's a face now. Fuck what? it. Nothing matters, John. It's SmackDown. You know what else doesn't matter? Forget it, Jake. It's SmackDown. 
You know what else doesn't matter? What? The SmackDown Top 10. We haven't had a new one yet. And Great. apparently the only three people that give a shit about it are Jinder Mahal, Randy Orton, and uh, Bobby Roode. They're literally the only people talking about it. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense. That that honestly makes sense. Because who the fuck cares? I wanted it to matter. It, and then they made it a kayfabe thing, and now it doesn't matter. I, 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 this segment sucked. Ginger Ty did, Dillinger. Ginger did some stuff I don't even want to talk about. It, it ended up with uh, Shane McMahon backstage making the match for Fastlane. Bobby Roode versus Randy Orton because fuck a Ginger Mahal. Cool. I bet you Ginger finds a way into it and makes it a triple threat. So exciting. Cool. Riot Squad beat the faces. Why? Cool. Because we have more... Because we're just spinning our wheels, so who gives a fuck? Cool. The the New Day fought Gable and Benjamin. The winner... Again? Yep. The winner gets to fight the Usos for the titles at Fastlane. So, we've seen the Usos fight both these teams. One more so than the other. Which team do you think won? I'm gonna go with the New Day. Yep, of course they did. Of course they did. We're getting the New Day again. I guess the Usos. Eh, watch it be a triple threat. With what, Benjamin and Gable? Yeah. No, I hope not. We already had that four-way at the last pay-per-view. Remember Rusev? Now this time it's going to be a three-way. Do you remember Rusev Day? Remember how over they were? Not not on the show. Noted. Fun fact: When the New Day were leaving, they had a, a they crossed paths with the Bludgeon Brothers, who were going off to have their squash match. And my question was, why wasn't the Bludgeon Brothers in this number one contender match? Because we don't. Because know. you have to actually beat someone other than Brizongo and the Ascension. But now they're just beating no-name jobbers. Exactly. No, the actual answer is because we need to continue to spin our wheels. Because clearly, this is going to be the match at WrestleMania. And by WrestleMania, I mean the, the kickoff show. Yes, please. And then, John, to top off this shit sandwich of of an episode of SmackDown. <laughs> AJ Styles fought Baron Corbin. Nope. That's all I'm going to say. That's SmackDown. Nope. Don't watch it. It's not good. You know what you should you should watch? You should watch 205 Live. But also I'm the continuing to shake my head. But also the mixed match challenge happened. Continuing to shake my head, but go on. The Mixed Match Challenge is... Have you been watching this? No, I completely fell off the Mixed Match Challenge. Yeah, it feels like the show is kind of falling off. But hopefully... Well, yeah, because everybody stopped watching it, so they stopped caring. Hopefully they bring it back, because next week it's, is the second round, and the good teams are fighting again. Oh my. 
But yeah, this was the last first round match. It was uh, the team of Apollo Crews and Nia Jax taking on... Uh, excuse me. Fucking Apollo and Nia Jax. God, I'm... Please, we need to be sensitive. Yeah. There was a joke in there I don't want to say. Too soon. But uh, yeah, taking on the team of uh, Bobby Roode and Charlotte Flair. Otherwise known as... And this is the one clever thing they got going for them. The Rib Warriors. Because they, they wear robes. God damn it. I'm, you know what? That's, I'll give them credit. That's actually pretty good. That's not bad, but also, god fucking damn it. Yep. Yeah, the whole uh, story of this match you was fuckers. that Titus Worldwide also came out with Apollo. And Nia Jax fucking hates them. Even when they're like trying to help, uh, help the team win by doing causing interference, she's still mad at them and hates them. Hara, Hara, Hara. I did appreciate the fact that Titus kept yelling that they have a hundred thousand dollars on the line in this match, <laughs> or ten thousand. Is, is, is it ten thousand dollars for the charity, or is it a hundred thousand? I think it's a hundred thousand. I think it's a hundred. Yeah, he's yelling. There's a hundred. We have a hundred thousand dollars on the line this match for the charity. He kept yelling that during the match, and that was good. Uh, but yeah, of course, Bobby Roode and uh, Charlotte won. What? You're telling me the two champions won? And also, am I telling you that when we had all the Raw teams winning, I was saying the second half of the first round was gonna be all the SmackDown teams. Yeah, that happened. I can't believe it. As How this, could this happen? It's, it's as if this is scripted or something. Weird, right? That's strange. I don't know about that. But yeah, the post-match involved Nia Jax killing Dana Brooke and Titus. Sure. Yeah, this was... It's a shame. I really liked the Mixed Match Challenge, and I hope next week uh, they pick it back up. I mean, the first couple episodes were okay I guess like I still the problem I mean for me is still just the way that they do intergender tag teams in WWE but yeah just I, I don't like the, it the one thing I do like about these are that they have the microphones on so you hear the like them talking more so I enjoy I enjoy them like you know chatting up during the matches it's true it, like the way that they you know, do the uh the way that they're doing the the, the character interplay is, is really well done, and I, I really do appreciate that. Like, I, I think that there are definitely some really good ideas in it that they could expand upon and do better, um, but I... Yeah. Yeah, the earlier matches, they were doing more of that. The, the last couple were not so much, but I more so blame the talent, because they're not as, you know, good on their feet as the earlier teams. Like, Goldust doing weird shit and, and you know, and Uso doing weird shit. That makes perfect sense. Of course they're going to do that. Sami Zayn, Braun Strowman having weird interactions is, of course, in, another easy slam dunk. Mm-hmm. Like, that kind of stuff. Shinsuke like, doing anything. Yeah, like, those made, like, those felt more comfortable in this situation, whereas when you have people like Elias and Bobby Roode having to try this stuff and failing miserably, it's kind of a bummer. But it's fine because next week starts round two, and Don't be hate on my boy Elias. I, he's he's not good in the match, especially when he's with Bailey. 
Bailey's bad. But John, next week... Elias and Bailey doesn't really seem like a, a team that would really work together very well on no. paper, admittedly. But John, let me tell you about round two starts next week. And this match, it has, to, it has to be good. This has to be a good match. It's going to be the team of Finn Balor and Sasha Banks taking sure. on Asuka and The Miz. Okay. I, w- I, w- I would like to see that match. I I am interested in this match. I I didn't like the selfie promos they did to promote this match at all, though. Because wow. it's it's as if both these teams didn't even look at the other team's video to know what they said, so they would not repeat what they said. Well, because Sasha Banks and Finn Balor were like, "Oh, it, this match isn't going to be Oscar. It's going to be too sweet." And then the Miz and Oscar said, "This isn't going to be too sweet. It's going to be Oscar." I'm like, "Really? You guys said the same Nailed fucking it. thing." Nailed it. I just like I was just baffled by this. I'm like, "Oh my god!" Fucking nailed it. Could they not have like told the other team, like, "Listen, they said this. Don't, don't just say the same thing they said." Yeah. Hopefully the All right. hopefully they do something next week to fix that. That's the mix match challenge, but oh, and tell me about your bad show that you bad keep show? telling me I need to watch that I'm not going to do. Why? I'm not going to do it. 205 Live is great. I'm not going to do it. Triple H is in control of it. Watch it, John. I'm not going to. What if I told it. you Arya Davari was in the first match? Cool. His character hasn't changed at all. He's still shithead rich kid. Well, yeah, because that's just who he is. I know, I'm just saying they didn't... They've been changing everyone else's characters. They're just like, yeah, Devari's whatever. Don't worry about him. They changed the best character, and now it sucks. Uh, no, excuse me. I'm going to talk about him later. And he's, like, really great now. No! What's the fucking point if he doesn't have his fucking PowerPoints? He's he has, just has power now. Fuck that! Whatever, John. Uh, what if I told you Ari Davari fought uh, the best kiss kept secret? What? The best kept secret. What? I'm talking about Buddy Murphy. Really? This is where he fucking ends up, dude. Buddy Murphy's it is in the tournament, and he had to cut weight. He, okay. Dude, he was a big husky guy. He didn't weigh 205. I, I remember. He is fucking... He's looking real jacked, baby, right now. Oh my god, he oh. actually legitimately cut down to 205. Okay. He's like closer to 200, actually, because they had a segment where he had a weigh-in on Monday to make sure he could qualify. And uh, he got stale, scale. He weighed like 200.9. Good for him. And yeah... He is... Now he can be tiny like his wife. Fiance. I don't know. He is in really, really fucking good shape. However, he's... Well, the other good thing is he has the dubstep music still. Sure he does. But he also still has the Comic Sans Titantron. And now he has these he weird tattered pants that look real bad. I don't like them. Nice. Good job. However, he's 
really good in the rings now that he's much faster. Alright then. However, he fought with Davari and they said, why don't we have these two have a competitive match that goes way too long? Yeah. Yeah, Buddy Murphy could have looked more impressive by just dominating the whole time, but the back and forth with Davari having way too much offense kind of killed my buzz. Nice. Good job, everybody. Wait, wait, he did win, and he looked good. I just wish the match was better. Hmm. Yeah, Buddy Murphy. What else happened, Owen? Um, they revealed the bracket for the tournament. Wow, who could it be? I mean, I feel real bad for Gulak because he's got, he's really kind of fucked. I don't think there's a way he could possibly make it to the end of the tournament now. Given the road that he has to fight in. Because uh, next week, he is, or, or two weeks, I should say. He is going to have a match against Mark Andrews. And I don't think he's... I I really hope he beats Mark Andrews, but I don't see it like as a slam dunk. And then, after that, he has to fight the winner of Buddy Murphy or whoever won the match, the main event this week. And, uh, yeah. Both of those people seem like they're way higher up on the on the chain, and then my buddy Drew Gulak. However, on the other side, it looks like there's like a bunch of possibilities. We got Cedric Alexander and TJP, and we got Roderick Strong versus Kalisto. I can see three... You know what? I can see all four of them going in the distance. Alright, then. I mean, it sucks that Kalisto's still doing things, but, you know. Well, speaking of Kalisto, he's got a stable now. The Lucha Party. All the guys... Is it actually what they're called? Yeah, they're called the Lucha Party. And every... I do really like that name. And every time they show up, Vic Joseph, which I think he might be one of my most improved of the year, because I'm actually enjoying his commentary now, uh, keeps mentioning uh, good Lucha things. Every <laughs> single time. Every time he mentions... That he expects good lucha things out of the match. And it makes me laugh every time. It's very good. But yeah, we had a match between uh, Lince Dorado and Grand Metalik taking on two jobbers. In the first non-tournament match on 205 Live since they started this tournament. It was cool. It's weird that they're having jobbers on 205 Live. Yeah, but everyone else is busy with the tournament. I get it. it and, you, like, you need these guys to get enhanced somehow, and there's no, no one really you can sacrifice currently in the rebuild of 205 Live, so show off the luchadors doing their cool flips and stuff and, you know, get momentum behind them. Which Wait, I think show at. off? What? Dolph is here? Uh, he's here to show the world, I've heard. Do the record scratch. But yeah. Is it bad that, like, for some reason I'm trying to hear his theme song in my mind as I, but instead I'm just hearing that fucking Ed Sheeran song? No, that sounds about right. You're good. It's, it seems like something Dolph would be way into. Really? I would think you'd be more into, like, uh, 
I think. Like maybe the chain smokers. See I one. just feel like it's bad and Dolph Ziggler is bad. Okay, now if that's the qualification, yes, you're you're hundred percent right. That's that's pretty much Dolph my Ziggler is Ed Sheeran of SmackDown. There we go. Perfect. There's your episode title, no. the Ed Sheeran of SmackDown. No, if any other week it would be, but this week we put the Elimination Chamber predictions as the title. Eh, fine. People have to get people have to dig through the episode to get that nugget. But yeah, the, the this match was good. I I'm enjoying the Luchadors. I I can't believe I'm saying it, but they're making me like Lince Dorado. You should have liked Lince Dorado. He's cool. They treated him badly. He has a cool mask! Yeah, but now he's actually getting to do cool shit in the cool mask, so I'm into it. And Grand Metalik is also getting to do things, so I'm happy. I'm happy for the luchadors. They're all doing good work now. Uh, he has a cool mask. Hey, John, do you, do you like selfie promos? No. No, me either. Too bad. We get a selfie promo from Drew Gulak. No. Who's walking in a hallway for some reason. But his beard is growing out, and I'm very excited. He had stubble last time we saw him. Now he's, his beard is starting to grow, and I'm very happy. And he's talking about his match with Andrews, and that he's going to... You know, nothing's going to stop him from getting the Cruiserweight title. No? Not some high-flying bullshit. Whereas he's more... Obviously, he's going to out, you know, outsmart him with his grounded... Power moves. Because guess what? That's still Gulak's thing, is he still prefers ground-based wrestling. He's just not being co as comical about it. He's being serious about it. I got your ground-based wrestling right here. That's not... No. Then we get a selfie promo from Mark Andrews, his opponent. Mandrews! Yeah, Mandrews is in a bingo hall. Okay. Like, I'm not like saying, oh, he's in a like an arena that looks like a bingo hall. There's literally a bingo board behind him. Okay. And he's in a ring talking about how he's gonna, you know, leave his feet and leave Gulak in the dust, and then he did one of the coolest things I think I've ever seen. What's in that? In the middle of his promo, while holding the phone, he did a flip. <laughs> Sure. Like he did a flip while holding the phone. I was like, "What? That's pretty cool." Like that's cool. I'm into that. Yeah, Mark that's pretty good. Andrews is okay. He's always been okay. I hope he remember loses. his feud with Pete Dunn. That was dope. Yeah, but I hope he loses. Oh man, I what? You don't want Gulak to win it all? Well, even Gulak, away, man, took away his power points. He's gonna do the. He's, he's actually like saving it. He's gonna do the biggest PowerPoint of all time at WrestleMania. Just wait for it. You fucking better. They got five hours, or six hours, or ten hours, however long WrestleMania is. They, they'll, they'll fit it in. Uh, then we had the main event Jack Gallagher versus Mustafa Ali. If you remember what I said last week, uh, uh, Drake Maverick told Gallagher to stop fucking wearing suits while you wrestle and wear. Goddamn wrestling attire, you idiot. 
Did he tell him, fuck you, I do what I want? No. He said, I'm gonna wear old school, uh, like, brawler out pants with the high socks. And also, I'm still gonna carry my umbrella, because fuck you. And then he had a match with uh, Mustafa Ali, who's still wearing his Super Saiyan outfit. Sure. And then Galler said... So what does that mean, an old-school brawler outfit? Like, paint like, me a word. Like I said, like the, you know, like the, the pants, like the long pants with the, like the high socks over it. Oh, I see. So kind of like what Aiden English wears. Yeah, kind of like when he originally wore. Yeah. Said now Aiden English wears more of an art artist outfit instead. Yeah, I guess he's gone back more to the artiste. I, I, I guess I was thinking more when he was with, uh, when he was with Gotch, doing the villains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a good look for him. I like it. And it <laughs> says gentleman on the, the back of the pants. It's nice. Sure. Oh, yeah, but also Jack Gallagher's, like, not a gentleman because he's, like, so I'm not the goofy guy that wears suits anymore. Now I'm just a guy who fucking murders you! I mean, that's kind of what he was doing even when he was wearing the suits. Yeah, but there's nothing comical about what he did in this match because holy fucking shit. Uh, I think Mustafa Ali may be, like, legitimately fucked up from this match. Holy shit. What happened? Like, he just, like... All these bad bumps that Ali took from the moves from Gallagher. Like, it was nuts. Like, he fucked up his shoulder at one point. Hooray! So, uh... What happened was, uh... So, Gallagher was on the outside, and... All he was going to do is a thing where he does, I'm going to jump over the rope and do a corkscrew to the ground, right? He does like to do Except this. my arm is kind of fucked up. And also Gallagher moved out of the way. So I kind of have to keep going because my momentum. And whoops, instead, I, I just fell like a rock and hit the side of the ring on my way down. Oh my God. Shit. Jesus Christ. I put that gif in about last night, which is over at ProWrestling.Cool. Jesus Christ, I'm watching it again. He just falls and hits his back on the apron and he smacks the ground because he's like, oh god, I'm hurt. And then, All right, then Gallagher spent the rest of the match like, yo, I'm going to put your arm in arm breakers and stuff and like really fuck your arm up even more. And if you think you're okay, you're going to go up on the top rope and try to do a move on me? What if I just push you and you just fall into the barricade? Shoulder like and back first. Do. Seems like something he'd do. Like, dude, he it that bump looked disgusting. Like, there's no protection. He just got shoved off the top of the of the ring post, and instead of hitting the ground first, he hit the barrier with his shoulder and his back, and hit the back of his head, and he looked like he was passed out. It was nuts. Yeah, this this new Gallagher is amazing. I I love this match, except for the ending where. Remember, I kept telling you all this stuff about how Gallagher's totally killing him, and I think he's dead for real. Yeah. Ali, all of a sudden, at the end of the match, like, oh, we're running out of time. I'm just gonna suddenly get better and then hit my move and what? quickly beat you. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, he did the 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 inverted 450 and didn't really sell his arm doing that. It bumped me out. Cool. Well done, guys. Just, just ignore that part. The rest of the match is incredible and must see. Alright, then. 205 Live is very good. 
Next week we have uh, TJP taking on uh, Cedric Alexander. That's going to be a good match. Sure. Because TJP is like a really good heel now. Where he's not just dabbing all over the place. He just dabs once during the match at the right moment to upset you. Good. Two thumbs up for 205 Live. Dab you. Uh, one thumb up for the Mixed Match Challenge and two thumbs down for SmackDown. I wish I had more hands. So I could give that SmackDown four thumbs down. Well, why don't you go talk to Strowman and you can get these hands. Nah, I'm okay. Alright. Fair enough. How about you tell me about NXT? Alright, let's talk quickly about NXT. Yeah? Did you watch it this week? I did. I did watch NXT. Well, Owen, what did you think of the first match in which Jesus Christ No Way Jose is back from the dead? I thought he was, like, fired or something. He's been around. Has he been around? Mm Mm-hmm. What's the last thing he did? I don't remember. He had a match on... on Next to you a few weeks ago. Who'd he face? I don't even remember. Well, point is, this week he faced uh, our good friend, the Purple Rainmaker, uh, Velveteen Dream. Yeah, th- when this match, when these two came out, uh, I had a quick realization. And I went, wow, the character of Velveteen Dream has really advanced over the f- these past few months. Where he became like just like this weird gimmick to being like a full fledged character that yep, I want to and support. just has different outfit every single time and it's wonderful. And then I look at No Way Jose, I'm like, he's been the same way for over a year. This character has not advanced at all. Dog a year? I, I know it's been longer. I'm just saying from WrestleMania last year where he was getting yeah, man, Jose has been access. doing this for even longer than that. I know, I just wanted to limit it to within the past year, there's been no advance. What the fuck are they doing with No Way Jose? I don't know. Again, I'm kind of amazed that he's still with the company. I I like No Way Jose. Why you gotta hate him No Way? I'm just saying. Well, if if you've learned anything from Bobby Roode, all you need is a good entrance theme and you're set. True. Seems to be working wonders for him, I suppose. He's United States champion. I guess. Yep. That's a that's an award, I guess. How's this match? I mean, this match was. What do you think? It was really fucking good. Velveteen Dream is great. Yeah, Velveteen Dream is great. Yeah, no way, Jose. He's still no way, Jose. He's fun. Like, he's not a... I don't think he's a great wrestler, but, like, he's fun. He he does what he does, and it's it's good. Mm-hmm. I have no problem with Jose. I'm... I was even pleasantly surprised to see him. Yeah. And, of course, fucking Velveteen Dream won with the Purple Rainmaker. Such a good name for a move. It is. It really is. I love that it doesn't look anything like the Rainmaker. No, that's what makes it great. Very good. So yeah, that happened. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Next, we had our uh, we had Vanessa Bourne. Uh huh. What do you think of her? I have a story about this. After you tell me who she faced. 
she got obliterated by Nikki Cross. So, John, here's a fun surprise. Fa- surprise. Here's a fun fact. Um, I have I had a friend who was at these tapings because he lives in Atlanta. Oh, a, a, a friend of yours or mine, a, a Marino from a giant bomb dot com. Hey now, and uh, he let me know that uh, this match happened on night two of the tapings. But this was the match that these two had on night three. Because they redid the match. Really? Because Vanessa Bourne had a different character in the first match, and WWE said no. What was this character? She was a dominatrix. Really? Yep, and uh, at one point in the match, he had... uh, Nikki Cross in a, uh, like a leg scissor or something and, uh, licked the back of her head. And WWE said, that's not PG. I'm, I'm pretty into this. I, that's what I told him. I said, I'm into this character. That's I'm, a bummer. I'm pretty into this. But, nope. We got her back to being a generic character and she's still lost. She sure did. Mm hmm. Uh, yeah, I know. Great, I know. What a great time for everyone involved. Aren't you? Aren't you so excited? I I oh, really right? like Nikki Cross, though. Yeah, Nikki Cross is fucking great. Don't get me wrong. It's uh, nobody's saying that Nikki Cross is bad. Nikki Cross is awesome. That was never in contention of whether Nikki Cross is awesome. I know. What was in contention is what the fuck. Yeah, I know. They they should have kept the character. She's now not interesting at all. You know what else is in con- in contention? What what that's a weird that's a weird uh, transition, but what? That if you put Johnny Gargano and Andrade Cien Almas into a match, it's gonna be fucking amazing. What? What proof do you have of such claims? It's called a hunch. It's called I saw these guys wrestle in person in the best match I've ever seen in NXT. Well, the best men's match. Might even be the best match. I'm, I'm like, I don't know. I need to revisit Sasha and Bailey. What's very good? It might be better. I'm not sure yet. Anyway, yeah. this They gave them about a 25 minutes. And yo, they did great. Huzzah! How do you feel about the Andrade Cien Almas? I I love this match. How do you feel? A, how do you feel about Zelina Vega? She's a jerk. How do you feel about uh, Johnny Wrestling? I love him. How do you feel about Johnny Wrestling's theme song? I love it. How do you feel about Candice LeRae's shirt, which was incredible? I was way into it. Did you see what it said? Uh, Mrs. Johnny Wrestling. Yeah, it's really good. I was like, oh, that's a good touch. I enjoy this. Yeah, this match was great. This match was really good. Mm-hmm. Even the ending. Also, no. fuck the ending. No, fuck the ending. Fuck the ending. It's not fair. It's, it isn't fair. But why is Tommaso Ciampa such an asshole? Because he's a psycho. I, I heard he's also a killer. 
I heard he's also Sicilian. Also, fa 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 fa. Better. Yep, I had to. They should license that song for their match. They should I license a lot of songs, but they never will because they're a bad company. They, they should. They see if I should make a knockoff of Psycho Killer. And make that his theme song. I'd be way into it. That'd be really good. Anyway, the point here is Tommaso Ciampa gets involved and costs Johnny Gargano the match, sending him out of NXT forever and ever. So sad. It's a dick move. Did you know that they cut out the thing that really happened at the end when Johnny left? What really happened? When Regal came out and gave him a hug. Oh. But they cut that out because some people in the crowd thought that meant that he was going to reinstate him. But no, that's not how... Regal is a man who understands rules and will abide by them. Fuck that! That's a bullshit rule! Hey, that was the stipulation of the match! You can't... He, he agreed to it. It has consequences. He lost. But it's fucking... No! It's, Johnny's gone, John. I don't approve of that. Like, that is some straight bullshit that, like, some rando, some fucking rando can get involved, and whoops, now nah, Not sorry, just some rando. Psycho killer. He's a psycho killer, I know. But at the end of the day, as far as this match is concerned, he's still a rando. I don't know. It's like, what if some fucking fan got involved and decided to punch the shit out of Johnny Gargano? Like, that would count? If the referee was out, yeah. That was how it I'm just saying, it's some straight bullshit. Uh, excuse me, Re William Regal is an, an old school villain, so if there's villainy involved, he has to support it. That is true. That, that is a very Regal move, to support villainy. Mm-hmm. Indeed. So, are you excited for Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa at TakeOver? How could they do that, though, Owen, if Johnny Gargano had to leave NXT forever? Yeah. Let me introduce you to this concept. And let me, and let me remind you that I... One, I haven't seen spoilers. And two, uh, our friend Brad, who was at the taping, said that they did not make an announcement about this of any kind. But what if... As someone who, is, who had seen the spoilers, I will say, this is, this is just, this was the thing I knew, that this match happened, yeah. and that John Gargano was seemingly gone, and fuck that. Yeah, but, uh, let me introduce this concept called an unsanctioned match. They can have an unsanctioned match at TakeOver. Hmm... Because, you know, you can't be part of NXT, but if it's unsanctioned, you know, anything can go. I don't know about that. It's the only way. Can't reinstate them. I don't know about that. Alright, well, you come up with a better idea. My other idea was to have the match at WrestleMania, but that ain't gonna happen. I, I know exactly what they should do. They should do it at a random, like, uh, Ring of Honor show? Kill Tommaso Ciampa. What? 
kill him. No, he's he does the killing. He's a psycho killer. No, and that's why you kill him with a gun. <laughs> John, we went over this. Do you not remember the Apollo Crews conversation? We can't. <laughs> oh right, yeah. No, sorry, too soon. No, no guns allowed. Too soon. My bad. Pillman. Thirty-five millimeter. <laughs> Pillman nine millimeter. Nine millimeter. <laughs> That's it for heel turn. That's it. We're we're out of here. You, you can't you can't go anywhere after filming nine millimeter. Yep. The ultimate sign. I, anyway. Yep. This has been heel turn, a production of Pro Wrestling Not Cool. It's not just cool. It's not cool. It's our terrible website that you should go to. Yeah. Eventually, I I, I keep saying it. It keeps not happening. But eventually, John's gonna write about Raw again. Eventually, Pillman will find his 9mm, but today is not that day. <sighs> Come on, John. At least write a review for the pay-per-view on Sunday. Here's your review of the pay-per-view. Eh. Spoilers! Jeez, man. Sorry. Sorry. Terrible. If you want these and other spoilers... You can check it out over at ProWrestling.cool where we do a whole bunch of dumb stuff. Uh, and you can keep up to date with what we're doing by following us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash PWDOTC, or on Twitter at The Heel Turn, where we're talking dumb mess about wrestling and a whole bunch of shit. I don't know. Hey, also, we stream this sucker live every Wednesday starting around 9 p.m. Eastern over at Mixer.com slash Twitch.tv slash OzoneOnline. I keep forgetting that the Mixler is dead. And never coming back. Nope. Sunsetted that sucker. Anyway, uh, like, Webhook is getting sunsetted. Whoops. What? You might want to check the support forums. Anyway, um, yeah, just check us out. Twitch.tv slash Ozone Online. 9 p.m. every, uh, Wednesday. Eastern time. We, we do this live. You can hang out with us in the chat. You can ask us questions like our friend, uh, I don't remember your name, but you were cool. We we talked about your question earlier. Mm-hmm. That was fun. Uh, yeah, do that. Other than that, you can find me on Twitter at IamJohnGM, and I don't know. I'm on Twitter at the underscore, uh, the underscore Ozone. And don't forget, we do have our Patreon at patreon.com slash PWC. And you can get, sh- for $1 a month, you can get all the show notes from these episodes. You give us money! I know, paying things for... Paying for things on the internet, it's a crazy concept. But yeah, that's it. That's it for Hill Turn. Uh, we'll be back next week with another episode. We'll be in a post-elimination chamber world. I bet not much changes. Fuck no, it won't. So, uh, until then. Y'all come back now, you hear? This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.